the college football experience week one preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in their Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance at a million dollars. Got to do that. Also, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, us. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store. SGPN is giving you a chance to win a hundred thousand dollars NFL week one exclusively on the SGPN app. This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride brother. Welcome to the college football experience week one preview and picks episode. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price that no one touches Dundee. <laughs> no, no one touches Dundee guys. That's right. Uh, look, I am joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, coming in with that with that. Yeah, buddy. I'm liking the camera here. I'm I'm checking myself while out while I deliver the Hi-O. Yeah. Well, maybe you check out a few more wins this this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guy. third man in the booth. The DFS God himself. Give it up for six and one. Jeez. There were seven week zero games. The guy starts out six and one ATS. <laughs> Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, boys? How are we doing today? I oh. mean, Live in lodge and in six charge. and one. You deserve this. Oh man. High praise, high praise, <laughs> but well-deserved after six and yeah. one. Sheesh. You, you got- know, Hey, you know, I'm a humble handicapper over here. <laughs> Every dog has his day. I'm not going to puff out my chest too much <laughs> because we'll see what we'll see what happens this weekend, you know? And like, I mean, this is what we do. Right. Yes. And NC Nick, 
Yeah, NC for North Carolina. He was on North Carolina Central as a thirteen and a half. I think it closed as a fourteen and a half point dog on the money line. Nailed Ooh. it. <laughs> Nailed it. Nick, Nick, you know, I would love to give credit to. I forget who it was, but someone in the Slack channel said, "Switch your name to NC Central, Nick." I, I, sh- mm. I should. Boom. Mm, yes, I like that. Yes, I like that. In. Give it up for the Eagles. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. So here we are. We, everyone's, you know, all these teams naming starting quarterbacks. How about, I thought uh, before we dive into the slate, Zeb Noland, it's a pretty hilarious story. Zeb Noland, uh, formerly of Iowa state, then transferred to North Dakota state last year. Got benched in the spring. Yeah. Retired from football, went to become a head coach at South Carolina Not as a head a, coach. All right. Yeah. And a graduate assistant yeah, was, as yeah. a GA at South Carolina to get into coaching. Cause his dream would be a head coach. Yeah. And uh, they they had some injuries, and then next thing you know, he still had a year of eligibility. So guess what? He's their starting quarterback <laughs> in Columbia. That's got to be a first. He was actually the game I saw him at Iowa State. He was decent. Now when I saw him at North Dakota State, he definitely struggled. <laughs> um, what do you make of this? Old old Zebby, it's at uh, South Carolina. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> Freaking SEC quarterback. He was at Iowa State with Matt Campbell. He played pretty good in a couple of outings I saw. Yeah, yeah. I guess the North Dakota th- State thing is the thing that's throwing me off. But North Dakota State uh, has. He did, yeah. What's that? He did. He did not impress last year. That's for sure. So uh, you, you have to have big question marks about the Gamecocks right now. What happened to the guy who played at least you know two or three games He's, last he year? He got dinged uh, up. He's injured uh, right now. Okay. Luke, Luke Dottie. Yeah. And, and also Nick, you get your harsh on him, but North Dakota state is a, a quarterback factory. When's the last time South Carolina put c- multiple first round draft picks into the NFL <laughs> at true. the quarterback position? What's his name's uh, odds just jumped skyrocketed yeah, to uh, uh, Wentz, Lance, Lance is Easton like, stick yeah. is with the chargers. Uh, this, a quarterback I mean, factory. Well, Zeb Nolan is not very proficient at passing the ball. So Maybe this fits into a little Beamer ball here. You know, defense, special teams, running quarterback. Maybe he doesn't need a very you know prolific passer. Well, you don't need to pass the ball to beat Eastern Illinois. I just watched no. him on Saturday. Our our boy is going up against South Carolina. Oh what, yeah, what was his name uh, again? Uh, Otto. Uh, yeah, Otto uh, Schultz. I forget. No, what his last no, name is. something else. I forget. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, that that's just uh, that's going to be a snoozer anyway. But. Also, Sam Neuer named the starting quarterback at Oregon State. Man, well, he followed over. Uh, but they had their the started from last year. Yeah, he followed over the OC. Otto Coons. Yeah, it. Otto Coons. By the way, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, Sam Neuer comes in. He he lands the starting position. I think uh, he like Otto Coons is all about Moxie, baby. Dude, Colorado's got so Colorado he, Neuer leaves. And also another Tyler Lytle leaves. He goes to UMass, right? Brandon Lewis and JT Shroud are battling for the the starting job. Shroud's out for the year. Tore his knee up, right? Yeah. So now we have no depth. And guess who's Lytle starting at UMass? Neuer starting at Oregon State. We got we would have had four, three or four starting quarterbacks essentially Jeez. on that roster. Um, are you? I'm surprised a little bit because Tristan Gebbia played solid for them. I, I was. A little bit surprised there, but I think I, I'm sure Jonathan Smith also likes the running capability of Neuer. Well, you know, speaking of quarterbacks that aren't very proficient at throwing the football, <laughs> Sam Neuer. And very true. I mean, he he was a late transfer too. Now, granted that he does have that relationship with with the OC that went over there, 
So I guess that's all that mattered. But yeah, I, I was kind of surprised that that he got the nod there. Sam Neuer last year, fifty five percent completion percentage, uh, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Uh, so maybe Iowa State not that or uh, Oregon, State. Oregon State not that good this he year. He was decent at running the ball though. I wonder if that dual threat thing maybe they're trying to work with that some. I don't know. Hey, that's a man after my own heart. Yeah. Um, I was surprised a little bit. So anyway, guys, we got Wednesday night college football. Week one is uh 24 hours away. UAB, the Blazers. This line has jumped, NC Nick. I don't know if you've seen this. It's at 16 and a half now. Yeah, I know. UAB it's gone up. It, it opened at 14, I think, or yeah, 13 and a half. I think 13 and a half, and now it's at uh, 16 and a half. Jacksonville State, FCS playoff team. UAB, you know, uh, two winners of the conference USA two of the past three years. Something's got to give here, guys. I love the 16 and a half. I was on the 14 or the 13 and a half. Yeah. I'm taking the 16 and a half. I'm with you all day. Uh, now Nick was on UAB, but I wonder at what point does he change? Uh, what, what's that <laughs> magic number for when you, you start well, to think Jacksonville know, state, I'm going to try to not say like what I got it at earlier in the week, because when people listen to this, they don't really care about what we got it on Tuesday or on Monday or something, you know? So obviously I liked it a lot better at 13 and a half or 14 than I do 16 and a half. I'm still going to go UAB. I think my breaking point would be 17. Um, I think this is basically like uh, a 31, 13 ball game or something. Mm. And I mean, Jacksonville state's a good program. This is no indictment on them. It's more that I'm high on UAB. I think they have a chance to be really good this year, but at, as that line creeps up there, obviously you're getting at an uncomfortable point because UAB doesn't really blow anybody out. You know, they're, they're strong defense running game. Yeah. They're not just going to put up 50 on you, you know, with no problem. So yeah, the, the the more it creeps up, the less comfortable I get. But as of now, I'll still ride with my Blazers. All right, uh, Patty C, you're on Jacksonville State with me. Uh, I'm with you. Last uh, yeah. three years for Jacksonville State: nine and four, uh, six and six, ten and three last year. So this is a good team. Kept it close against yeah. a pretty bad Florida State team. But sixteen and a half is a lot. Last year, week one, UAB Central Arkansas, Central Arkansas covered, lost by ten. Yeah, like Nick said, for the most part, UAB is not blowing teams away. So this starts to become a little bit high. Yes, yes. All right. Now it jumps over to Thursday. Um Thursday slate to me is perfect. <laughs> it's it's literally the most perfect slate. Thursday and Friday are more interesting than Saturday to me. <laughs> uh, uh in a lot of ways, yeah. Uh, starting off, I mean, we have chronological. I'm going to skip the FCS one here of New Hampshire, Stony Brook, because I'm on New Hampshire. And that's an easy one, right? Yeah. Go Wildcats. Temple at Rutgers. 3:30 kick on the West, guys. Temple getting 15 points. It opened at 12. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, you got to trust Shiano to be building, but that's a lot of points. 15. I think I'm on temple, right? I mean, if it was 12, I love, I like Rutgers. I nope. mean, at first blush, yes, I'm with you. I want to do a little more research on this, but I feel like, uh, I feel like this is kind of a straightforward play here. They, yeah. Just, well, while, while Patty C cracks the books over there, I will say that I am now on temple. Also, once it got over two touchdowns, uh, I mean, temple, they were awful last year. I'm going to say that's kind of an aberration. I think, you know, it previous years, they've always been much more solid than that. I think they were not like one and seven last year, one and six. Yeah. I don't have it yeah. in front of me one and six, but yeah. as, as much as I like Rutgers this year, 
laying more than two touchdowns. That gets a bit dicey here. So yeah, I'll take the road dog and temple once it went over uh, 14. Well, let me push back a little bit. We're cracking these books. Uh, the last five games, uh, their lowest margin of loss, which were all losses was by 12. And most of the games were like 20 plus point losses. So I thought they had a tough time practicing that. I want to say like uh, there, since they were in Philly, I think that they had some type of, they had a harder obstacle course to get to playing. Yeah. I feel like than most schools, this I would also so imagine, I would also imagine that last year, like if your season starts in the shitter, it would be, it would be an easy year for a bunch of 19 and 20 year olds to just pack it in and say, Oh, fuck it. You know what? We're not really burning any eligibility this year. You know, maybe I won't listen to the coach. Maybe I won't, you know, put 110% in, you know, so I, I'm throwing last year out the window. I'm still thinking temple is at least a solid program. and can keep it kind of close. They got Dewan Mathis, a Georgia quarterback transferring and he started the season for Georgia last year. Um, I do feel like they're just too good of a program, even though they've really sucked last year. Maybe what Nick is saying is right. Maybe they just packed it in. Um, and like you said, maybe uh, COVID had a bigger impact. I want to say like, th- obviously we know that was the case with like Fresno state and, and teams in Northern California. Yeah. Uh, I think temple had some, some crazy, I think I remember reading that, that they had a tougher time. Not, not that their players had COVID. I want to say like their practice regulations and stuff. I feel like they had some type of crazy shit that they had to deal with. I could be wrong, oh, Yeah, but uh, I feel like a little bit of a regional rivalry here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can't 15. I think you go temple. I mean, I, I, if it was when it was 12, it opened at 12. I was on Rutgers. Yeah. Same here. Well, the money has definitely been going there. Well, I'm looking at tally site right now. 86% are betting on yeah. Rutgers, but yeah. you know, that's that, that, that line is probably moving still, but I, I, I like temple totally. There we go. Um, let's jump over and talk. Perhaps, perhaps the game of the night. And uh, in my opinion, I made this statement. I think it's the best game of week one. Penn State, Wisconsin, maybe battling it. Georgia, Clemson, to me, yes, certainly as far as talent. But I also don't see the for teams that uh, for people that always say, oh well, the regular season's a playoff. No, no, it's not for Clemson and Georgia because if they lose, they're still fine to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Boise State travels all the way to UCF. This Gus Malzahn breaking in his first game. Andy Avalos first game as a head coach. Obviously, he was a DC at Boise and used to play uh, at linebacker at Boise a long time ago. Um, Boise getting five. This was five and a half earlier in the day, but seventy two percent of the money coming in on uh, on the the Golden Knights. Uh, I'm sorry, seventy eight percent. Did I say very golden nights? Yeah, I'm on Boise here, guys. The more I was doing my homework, I released this as a preview pod. Um, I don't trust UCF's defense. Boise's defense was pretty respectable last year, and I think Boise's offense, the the stats from last year, is kind of an outlier. They didn't have Bachmeyer. They didn't have Sears. At one point, they were on their fourth string quarterback. They were seriously affected. Their starting running back was out for the year with a hip injury. Now they got all those guys back. They have a bunch of super seniors that elected to come back and play for Avalos since he recruited them. I think Boise is going to make just enough plays. I think they have the better defense. Give me Boise State on the road in the bounce house. I think they went on the money line. Nick, what do you think? I'm with you. You know, when when we did the when the the opening lines came out well like a month ago and we did our initial podcast, I said if you're giving me more than a field goal with Boise and an Oper, I want to take the Broncos all day long. Colby mentioned the iffy UCF defense. We did earlier today, we did 
the um, DFS pod, and uh, I, I made note that the UCF passing defense was over. I think they're like 106 in the country last year, giving up over 300 yards per game in the air, or right around 300. Well, they so, they, they uh, charted at yardage wise 100, I think 24th or 123rd defensively. There was only 127 teams that played football last year. So right, right. I think they're going to have a ton of opportunity with Hank Bachmeyer and going to this you know, somewhat of an air raid. I think uh, it only strengthens Bachmeyer, who I think has a great, uh, just, a, I think he's got a great arm, a great accuracy. And uh, I think he could shred this UCF. T- I expect Dylan Gabriel to have success against Boise state, but I expect, I think their defense is actually in a much better spot than UCF's. I think that keeps them in the game. I think that's why they win the game. Yeah. I guess the, the real question is how many points is the bounce house worth? If this was neutral site, what the, what, what would the line be? You know, yeah. It's is, it the, is it the traditional three point swing? You know, I, I, I say it's a 50, 50 game. So if I'm getting more than a field goal, that's, that's a side I'm on P- Patty. You would assume that the bounce house and the Smurf turf are both bigger swings than three points. So uh, whoever has the home field advantage you think would be uh, given a slight advantage. Although I don't think Boise ha- traditionally has been, you know, intimidated by tough road environments. Obviously, I mean, maybe not to quite to the extent under Harson as, it, as they were uh, against with um, uh, Peterson. Peterson, but Harson still had some really good wins. They, he did. they, he they spanked State. to Oregon beat Florida state. Yeah. They uh, lost to Oklahoma state a couple years ago. Yeah, so yeah, he, he wasn't uh, invincible on the road, but I do think that I, I just think that Boise is a better team. I know that I, I trust Malzahn a little more than Avalos, but uh, obviously but I think does that, does Malzahn hurt Dylan Gabriel? He's got a history of quarterbacks regressing under him. He very well could. I, I read an article and I th- the guy stated it perfectly. We have a, a, a view of Gus Malzahn stuck in 2010 when he's like kind of regressed as an offensive mind. Like you know he hasn't really progressed and his and his yardage per game is down in the 300s for for his team offense. So I think I think Boise's just a better team. Are we all on Boise on the money line? I hear. I thought I was saying something hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the money line. It's going to be close, but I, I think it's a good bet. You know, if you're getting good, good uh, juice on that. Yeah. Um, okay. I gotta, I'm going to, I'm going to just mention one FCS game. That's interesting on Thursday here, Delaware at Maine. This is a pretty good game in the CAA, right? Blue hens minus six and a half. Are you guys seeing it with me? Nolan Henderson, Nick. <laughs> You know the the year of Delaware, which was my theme in the spring. It's taken a couple of hits lately. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an Afghanistan <laughs> reference or what? We we don't need to go into all that. But you know what? I I rode with Delaware a few months ago in the spring. I'm gonna keep on riding with them. Blue Hens, baby. There you go, Patty C. No way. This game's in Maine. In Maine. Six and a half. Yeah. Delaware couldn't blow any teams out last year. They were a defensive team. They had no offense. If they win, it's going to be by three. And you know, I, I think that's probably what will happen in this game. So. All right, Patty C. Riding the Black Bears. What a great name! Shout out to Mike Buck. Remember him, NC Nick? <laughs> I do. QB Saints. Yeah, yeah. From Maine. Um, okay, let's hop down South Florida. The Bulls. NC Nick's wearing an NC State T-shirt. The Bulls of South Florida, who named a North Carolina transfer starting quarterback, starting quarterback, geez, uh, traveled yeah, to Raleigh. Cade, Cade Fortin, I believe his name yeah, is. Yeah, Cade Fortin traveled to Raleigh to take on the Wolfpack of NC State. This line jumped up to 18. 
Do you feel comfortable laying 18 points with NC State against the South Florida Bulls, NC Nick? Yeah, that's the guy we need to be referring yes. to for this one. <laughs> I mean, do I feel comfortable? I would say no, but that that is my lean. Uh, yeah, hey, I mean that 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 transfer couldn't couldn't hack it in the triangle here. You know, now he comes <laughs> back into Raleigh. Uh, it's it's not going to be a very welcome uh, return. So what? No, I mean, um, yeah, really, I'm high on NC State this year. I don't know what to expect from South Florida. I don't know what to expect from that QB. Um, I don't feel great laying that many points because I've seen too many like NC State openers <laughs> against you know bad opponents where they're kind of sluggish. They win by like ten or fourteen, you know, but they're not overly impressive. I do think this is this might be Dorn's best team in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, so therefore I am laying the points, but I don't feel, I don't feel great about it. Certainly not lock status. I am too. That is not a lock at, by any means, um, but I am going to ride with NC state. I well, don't, yeah. You, what are you doing there? You locking it? I'm not locking oh, it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm riding with it. I mean, they uh, South Florida had mostly terrible performances last year, but they had a couple close games. I mean, they, they held it within UC, uh, UCF within 12 Memphis was within one. It's easy to see a tide turn, you know, temple within two, but uh, I think NC state's way better than a lot of, well, maybe not those teams, but I just don't have any faith <laughs> in U- USF. So I, I am taking the 18. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or okay. I'm taking NC state rather UC Davis. I got to touch on this one because I like this one a lot. UC Davis traveling to Tulsa, Dan Hawkins bunch. Now this line did drop some. Because I liked it even when it was even higher, but catching twenty three and a half, the Aggies, Tulsa's replacing a quarterback, Zaven Collins, two corners. Give me UC Davis to cover this one in Tulsa. Any thoughts? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, Tulsa, a bit of a one hit wonder, maybe. You know, prove it again, and I'll believe it. UC Davis, pretty consistent. They were an FCS playoff team in 2019. Last year they were, they were okay. That's right. You get that Bay area, throw the ball mm. around mentality. You're going to put up some points, 23 and a half too a much. much Nick. Well, I actually like Tulsa this year. I think they're going to do well. I don't think they are a one hit wonder. I think they returned most of their team other than the couple guys Colby just mentioned and losing the quarterback last year. You know, actually it's funny. I, I'm watching right now. The old, the, the bowl game from last year, the Tulsa Mississippi oh, state great game fight there, at the end there of was it. the brawl at the end. <laughs> it's the best but, thing that uh, happened in college football in years. <laughs> what was the quarterback's name? Zach Smith. Is, is that what it was? Yeah. He's gone. I think uh, Davis yeah. Brin is and the, you know what? Yeah. Zach Smith was not very good. So I, you know, I think that whoever's coming in this year will, will at least be able to do just as good. If not an upgrade, I thought he was holding them back last year. So I, I do like Tulsa this year, but I actually, I, I agree with you guys. It's a little too many points. Um, I think Tulsa wins by 17 or so. Well, Davis Brin, uh, 65% completion percentage compared to Zach Smith, 55 and a two Why to was zero starting. What's that? Why Why was was <laughs> That's a good question, but uh, maybe they got it right this time around just by default. So, all right, folks, I want to tell you guys out there that the college football experience week one preview is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, ready to win money and boost your odds. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from, I mean, everything, NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. 
from boosted parlays to, to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win ready to play. Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $500 sports bet. Wow. Just giving you $500 download bet and win download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com to start winning today. Um, all right, it's time to get to the one, the one and only a game. Colby is so happy is being played at a neutral site. I'm not, <laughs> this should be in Greenville or Boone. All right. But ECU look, this game is being played on September 1st. Well, back in 2012, on September 1st, App State went down to Greenville and took an ass whooping from ECU. And that, let me just cue in this. What? <laughs> Kobe had to dig really deep to find this song. <laughs> This is what? what this is what watching football <laughs> yes. in 1991 will do for you. Yes, 1991 <laughs> ECU uh, song is. I mean, just magical. What is, what is the spirit of ECU? Well, it's doing a few Jaeger bombs, uh, <laughs> <laughs> kicking ass in life. All right. Uh, so uh, anyway, ECU catching ten and a half at Jerry Richardson Stadium. Love Jerry Richardson. How he's like, hey, sell the team, sell it, sell it. <laughs> But before you go, put put my name on the goddamn stadium. <laughs> uh, so Jerry Richardson Stadium. This is a neutral site. ECU catching ten and a half plus three oh five on the money line. Cash that fucking money line. App State with their with their Duke quarterbacks in their Mountain Air. <laughs> All right, they're not just gonna come in and beat the Pirates. Mike Houston and look, ECU owns App State. Look at the record. Look at the history. Bring it on, Mountaineers! Your time is done. We are the best team in the state of North Carolina starting this year, and we're going to prove it. We've been the best program over the past fifty years. Jeez. All right, getting it done. Plus three hundred five, plus ten and a half. Hit both. You're get, you're get, you're you're going money line, huh? I am. Patty, can you smack him, please? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> across the table. <laughs> Let me tell you why. They returned twenty starters. ECU. First time in the Mike Houston era, quoting using his words that the offensive line and defensive line are actually up to par, right? Uh, that's what Scotty Montgomery will do. Once again, a Duke guy ruined ECU. Well, guess what? A Duke guy is about to ruin App State, and his name is Chase, <laughs> Chase Bryce. All right. Well, he's uh, also a Clemson guy. <laughs> a JMU Duke guy might ruin App State, and his name's Mike Houston. And so he does know a thing or two about championships. He knows what a championship <laughs> offensive uh, defensive line look like. That set. <laughs> Ten and a half ain't that much. Patty for a three C, and six ECU team against a nine and three. You don't App realize. State team. You don't realize ECU is winning this thing on the money. Come to the land down under. All right, come down here. Look, Let's do this. East Carolina's gonna do my this. My boy Mike Houston will keep this one respectable, but App State is leaps no. and bounds ahead of them. I think you're wrong. I really believe you. Well, I'm not. I'm just talking this. shit okay. right now. But um, I think I think this is about right. Ten and a half. No, I don't. I think it's like you a, really a, think ECU's I, caught I think up ECU's a lot. ECU's a player in this game. Let me see what ECU did at the end of last year. They they ended with two wins. Granted, they were against Temple and uh, the SMU game at the end of last year. So maybe you're onto something. They did lose by uh, 38 to Cincinnati. Yes, <laughs> that was a really bad game. Uh, so I don't think they're there there yet. And I think App State might not be quite on Cincinnati's level, but not that far off. Ooh, Who are you ooh. taking? Okay. What, are you, what are you going with then? What do you, do you think, see? Nick? Is that an accurate statement at all? Uh, a lot to unpack there. Um, you, 
App State is not on Cincinnati's level. Okay. First off, <laughs> uh, but they also wouldn't lose by that many points last year. Um, no, in general, I believe Colby is right that ECU uh, that uh, I'll say he's right that this is too many points. Anything over ten is too many points. I agree. ECU will cover. I'm not taking the money line, but I do think it's more as far as like I think it's like sixty five thirty five as far as who's going to win straight up. You know, um, so ECU does have a chance to win this. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm still not sold on Sean Clark, the head coach. I do not like Chase Bryce. And if you don't, if you're not sure the the uh, coach and you don't like the quarterback, well, th- th- you're kind of starting in a hole there. Well, and ECU's biggest weakness last year, the Good pass point. defense. Well, if Chase Bryce is throwing the ball, I think we the run the, the run game is how App State goes. If we can shut down that run game, <laughs> well, actually, your rushing defense wasn't very good either. You finished like 98th in the country. That's right, but we we're better than our pass defense. Yeah, here, here's here's <laughs> what I did last year, uh, last week. I listened to you guys rattle off all these stats that say, "Hey, this is gonna happen." You paint this picture. It's like my cousin Vinny. You're building a house of cards, right? But you turn it sideways, it's fucking an illusion, right? And hey, so six and six and one is no illusion, bro. Yeah, six and six one is. One is no illusion. Illusion. But the one game that I took your advice on, what happened? A complete fucking ass whipping. The Yukon Huskies reigning national How, champs. That's my luck. That's yeah. my luck. Yeah, I listen to you guys, and it is the one thing that gets wrong. So you're taking App State minus the points, Pat. I think I mean I think App State's just at least a ten and a half point better wow, team than wow. ECU at I this can't point. Wait for all I, the stats. The Chase Bryce thing is a nice point, but come on, ECU App State not there yet. You're crazy. You're fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move down the line. Uh, Bowling Green, the Falcons. Brian Van Gorder retired. Addition, perhaps by subtraction. Always. Scotty Montgomery leaves Maryland. Van Gorder leaves Bowling Green. Is that the national championship this year? <laughs> what, Maryland. <laughs> uh, Bowling Green catching thirty-five and a half in Knoxville. Joe Milton named the starter. Josh Heupel, year one begins. And guess what? As much as I said, I'm not sure about the hypo hire. Give me the volunteers minus 35 and a half, because I think Bowling Green is complete dog shit. <laughs> and I think Hypel's good. No matter where Hypel is off, he can move an offense. And I think that's, that's going to be a deciding factor of them destroying Bowling Green. Uh, so Nick, your thoughts. I agree. I mean, it could be 45 and a half. I probably wouldn't bet on Bowling Green, uh, you know, and this is like the, the perfect game for Tennessee fans to get excited. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, and they'll suck next week, you know? So yeah, I agree. Play the points. I'm, I'm, I'm going opposite You're again. Going Bowling Green? Wow. Look, I, I Bowling Green is maybe the worst team in the country. Right. And Tennessee still has tons of talent, but here's the thing. I watched Joe Milton all last year. Right. I watched him closely. I had but really you, did high. Did you see hopes. Zach Charbonnet on Saturday? I did. That's true. <laughs> Harbaugh does have a way of masking greatness. Um, but, uh, and I thought Milton had that potential, but he did look like shit and he airmailed on a bunch of passes. I do agree that Hypel can open up pretty much any offense. They haven't had fans in over a year. That's right. Rocky You're top, say, maybe look. at a hundred K who knows, but that's too many points. 35 and a half. Nice little hook. Is there. it? Let me rattle off last season for the Owen five Falcons. <laughs> Convince me. They lose the Toledo 38 to three in the glass bowl week okay. one yeah. week two. They lose 62 to 24 to Kent state. Uh-huh. <laughs> week three, Buffalo beats them 42 to 17 week four, Ohio beats them 52 to 10 mm. week five, Akron 
who's one of the worst teams beats them 31 okay. to three. That, that's, that's, that's the winner. <laughs> Let's switch it over. We're going to Tennessee. <laughs> He's going to yell at me on Saturday while we're at the LSU games. Like, I told you. Well, it's just a lot of fucking points for a new quarterback and a new coach. They lost to Akron you 35 to three. Leffler has learned something in the off season. Well, Van Gorder's gone. Well, that's true. That's a huge factor too. Uh, but maybe you're right. I don't know. I'll, I'll ride Tennessee. I'll take it. Hopefully I, I tell you guys and it pays off this time. Uh, okay. Big 10, big 10 action. The Ohio state Buckeyes minus 14 in Minneapolis against Tanner Morgan row that motherfucking boat. I'm on the golden gophers plus 14 sprinkle some. No, I'm not saying that, but just say, take the 14 points, but Hey, plus four eighty three. Maybe you haven't given me another few more of these silver bullets and maybe I'll do a plus four eighty three, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, what are you guys thinking of the gophers in, in Minneapolis against the Buckeyes? I'm right there with you, man. I, you know, I didn't mention it earlier, but I locked up Boise. I also locked up Minnesota. I think this is a ball game. I think Ohio state just lost too much. I mean, you know, they, they reload just like their Bama or Clemson, but this is a tricky road matchup week one for, you know, a quarterback that has never thrown a pass in college before, regardless of who the quarterback is. So, um, well, yeah. And well, Ewers, the freshman that's on campus at 17, who's like the fourth string quarterback. He just, uh, and I got an NIL deal for like $1.4 million. Hey, good for him. America, baby. Uh, well, he's, he, he's not even starting. I know that's the best part. It's like he's with like, like he's in a QB room, yeah, with like four or five stars. What if he never plays it down? Then he milked the fucking system. Good for him. Um, hey, hey, you know what? I mean, could that potential like have some locker room problems? I mean, if you gave exactly. me one point five million dollars at age seventeen, are you fucking well, kidding me? I, I, I'm saying for the the guys that have been there longer, like who the hell is this seventeen year old punk <laughs> with a mullet coming in here getting? You know, getting six. Yeah. <laughs> getting seven, oh, that, that's a that's here. a dynamic yeah. that hasn't hasn't and then he invites you, yet. And then he invites invites you to his apartment, and you do blow off a stripper's ass, and you say, "Hey, I like this new quarterback." <laughs> 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 yeah, that might be how it goes down. Let's be honest. Uh, look, I don't know. That's a lot of money at seventeen years old. I actually would never wish that upon myself. I wouldn't. I mean, sure, would I like to try? Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I, I also don't want to end up like Corey Feldman. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, Colby Feldman. Colby Feldman here coming to you. <laughs> Patty C, who you taking? Uh, double lock that bad boy because uh, the Gophers are a money line threat here. I like it. I like it. We're agreeing too much, guys. We're doing a, the well, only disagreement was what ECU App State. Uh, uh, Bowling Green, well, uh, Tennessee. You changed your, I changed you changed so your horses midstream. Um, uh, we 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 disagreed on uh, UAB Jacksonville State. Okay, there we go. That, that's the, the one of the ten games. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, the defending national champs in the FCS, Eric Schmidt and the Sam Houston State Bearcats, travel all the way to Flagstaff, Arizona, to take on the Lumberjacks of Northern Arizona. Sam Houston State laying nine and a half points. Why is this a lock, NC Nick? Uh, why is it only nine and a half points? I mean, Northern Arizona is not that great, right? They're not. Eric Schmidt. I mean, Sam, uh, Sam Houston State did me right. I picked them. If you recall, when we were picking teams from each conference, I said Sam Houston State's my squad, and whatever the hell conference they're in, the SWAC or whatever <laughs> was it. Uh, well, they. I think they just left conferences to the uh, the WAC. They're, they're in the, the, WAC. the WAC that's, now. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that the line was 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 that low. Patty C, 
Sam Houston State against Southland before, yeah. I guess it was. Against the Southland, Lumberjacks. That's right. Uh yeah, I'm with you. This is the defending national championship. Eric Schmidt and they're only getting in a nine dome and a half. too. Like their style of offense fits the and dome. Schmidt's coming yeah. back. Schmidt. Is there Sh- something we don't know? I mean, I, I thought it kind of smelled actually. I would agree with you. I don't know, man, but well, let's a hundred percent of the best on thing. tally side are going the way of Sam Houston State on this one. So I don't think we're <laughs> usually uh, that well, usually it's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh Eastern Washington. Eric Barrier, FCS playoff team, year in, year out, it seems like, travels to the Death Star to take on UNLV. UNLV favored by three and a half, Patty C. Is the wrong team favored? Dude, this was nine and a half a day ago. Talk about line movement. The line yeah. movement in this game's crazy. <laughs> College football. <laughs> uh I'm inclined to. I don't know if Eastern Washington is the team we knew them to be just even a couple years ago. I saw what's his name, uh, Vernon Adams, uh, starting in the, in the CFL. CFL, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for what the Argonauts, maybe? Yeah, I think, I think one so. of those teams. Yeah. In the, Eastern in the CFL. Washington though made the FCS playoffs a year ago. They got uh, preseason All FCS quarterback and uh, Eric Barriere. Uh yeah, I think the wrong team is favored here. I think you go money line here. I'm on Eastern Washington plus three and a half. I think sprinkle some on that plus one forty five. Nick, what are you doing? I'll actually go UNLV at only three and a half. I was all over Eastern Washington when I was getting more than a touchdown. Um, I think, you know, the FBS school kind of little brothers, the FCS one here. I mean, I, I'm not betting this. UNLV, you know, that they're, they're one of the, they're almost on auto fade. But I think they can uh, I think they have the better line play, the better running attack. They should be able to control the clock. I guess I'm going to go UNLV. All right. Going with the running rebels Friday. Well, actually, before I get to Friday, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. Browse the activity feed. You know, you got to do that just to stay in the know a loyalty rewards program that turns uh, sales into extra cash and much more is now available. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap with prop swap. Your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. All right. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on prop swap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets Friday night. Blacksburg, Virginia. Woo. There we go. The Tar Heels come in with Sam slinging, slinging how. Uh, <laughs> UNC favored by five and a half in Blacksburg. First time they've had fans in over a year. Enter Sandman. Five and a half, not that much. Patty C. Talk about a little indecision on my part right here. Because. I know that Virginia tech has all this energy, right? (laughs) Right. And fully capable of pulling an upset with that defense, uh, assuming they improve over last year, which you would have to assume they would, but there's also a chance that Sam Howell just comes in and blows the doors off with that offense. Kind of like they did last year. What did they put a 56 on them last year? They, you're they didn't have 35 players and half their coach, even their defensive coordinator wasn't available. That does make it harder. Doesn't it? Um, at five and a half, I'm actually. Oh, I don't know. Gosh, pa- pa- Nick, make a decision. Should, should, should Patty, Patty C, C be a politician? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I, I wouldn't vote for him, but <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you wouldn't be wrong there. Um, look, North Carolina questionable games last year, lost to Florida state, lost to Virginia. Uh, that 11 point win against Virginia tech, a little misleading, got their ass kicked by Notre Dame across the front and got, took a L to a pretty decent a uh, and M team. I don't know. That said, I, I think North Carolina is my play here. Ooh, I'm, I'm losing faith in old tech I, a week ago. I'm completely, I could be flipped right now. So you guys convince me, Nick. Well, I'm not going to really try to convince you. I, I am going to take Virginia tech. I'm going to take the five or the five and a half, whatever it's at now, just cause I mean, I, I do expect that, that atmosphere to be crazy. And UNC has some question marks with what they lost. Uh, I don't love this play by any means because I, I don't know what to expect from the Hokies this year. They could be nine and three, or they could be six and six and 20 gets fired. Uh, high variance with the Hokies. Uh, so I don't have enough faith in them as a team to actually bet on them here. But my lean would be that this is a tight game in a crazy home environment. If it was neutral site or at Chapel Hill, I would take UNC. But uh, yeah, give me those points. I'm on the Hokies too. Look, you don't just come into Blacksburg, Virginia with fans. All right. With their whole roster and their defensive coordinator that Bud Foster spoke so highly above. It does. Uh, it, that's typically a good point, but one touchdown. I don't trust this North Carolina team. I didn't trust it last year. I don't trust it this year. Dude, right? Sam Howell, freshman year, 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions last year, 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions. That's a hell of a sophomore slump. You know what I'm saying? Well, they I, had less games. That's well, I'm not saying it illegitimately, oh, so sarcastically. 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions. The guy is a Heisman fucking. But guess favorite. what? Daz Newsom, NFL. Deami Brown, NFL. True. Michael Carter, NFL. But you Who's the other people. running back? Who am I that I'm forgetting? Javante Williams. Yes, NFL. Yeah, well, he's been recruiting pretty well there in case you hadn't been watching. Look, I just think that tech isn't there yet. And uh, there are enough question marks. People are still leaving tech. They're still just random de- de- departings here and there. So I don't know if Fuente <laughs> has that locker room even now. Give me, give me the Tar Heels. To uh, filthy, filthy. Okay. Old Dominion co-national champions a season ago, despite what the New York times, you know, doesn't give them, you know what I mean? Uh, the monarchs coming into good old Winston Salem, North Carolina. I should lock this. <laughs> Why am I not locking this guys? <laughs> They're catching 31 and a half. And I, I look, I love Dave Claus and I love Sam Hartman, but 31 and a half. Well, uh, perhaps you just watched UConn who didn't play football last year as well. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why you're not locking it. Uh, Dario Mack is better than anything UConn's had in, in <laughs> 10 years. All right. Hey, I'm with you. I'm taking the points. I'm not locking it though. <laughs> I agree that Wake usually doesn't beat anybody by that much. I think they had a game last year against Campbell that they won by 38 or something. Campbell of the FCS ranks, you would think Old Dominion is better than Campbell. Um, yeah, I'm on the points, but um, hey, there's just too many unknowns for a team that hasn't played in in, in that long. Yeah, Patty, what did George W. Bush say? Fool me once. Uh, that's easy Shame to see on it's you. Really? Because fool I, me I, twice. <laughs> You can't be fooled again. <laughs> it's easy to see a tide turn. There you go. Well, I'm going uh, wake. You know, you take two years off of football, you're going to get your ass kicked, especially against an explosive ass offense. That is true. Hartman coming back. I love me some Sam Hartman. You know that. Clausen's going to have doubt in 31 and a half at home. 
Gimme wake all day. Look at Patty. He's fading the Virginia teams. He fades Virginia Tech. He fades Old Dominion. He's gutless. He's heartless. He's soulless. Uh, I thought he. I thought he repped the VA. I thought I he repped the, the Commonwealth. VA. What happened? But you know, a three and four last week happened. You know, you throw pride <laughs> out the window when you're trying to get on that winning board. Uh, okay, well, I want to see where your pride's at in this one because we got another look. Everyone's talking about ECU App State game of the century, right? Game of the century in North Carolina. Well, don't forget about the other battle of North Carolina, the blue devils of Duke heading to Jerry Richardson stadium. By the way, if you're in Charlotte, you can pull off the trifecta. You can do Thursday night, e- ECU app state Friday, Duke, Charlotte and Saturday. Just a, just a Clemson, Georgia game, right? Why didn't we do this? I know. Why did not, why do we not do this? How do we not think of this? It's not too late, right? Well, you would have been asleep for the second one. So you would have cut, cut a nice nap for this Duke uh, Charlotte game. At least Duke um, minus six and a half. The Duke routed them last year. Charlotte had a bunch of players out. It was in Durham. If memory serves me correct. This one's in Charlotte. This one's at Jerry like Richardson matters. stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the 49er fans are, are excited to represent after a year off. They're ready to get out there. This is where Vegas is just idiotic. 53 to 19 last year. Mm. What changed? Mm. What changed in the last 12 months that we think that's going to change that much? Uh, the players don't have COVID. No, maybe. <laughs> uh, Nick, where are you going? You're the Duke fan here. I'm on Duke. You know, I'm going to ride Cutcliffe and his record against the group of five over the course of his tenure at Duke. Uh, I don't know what that record is, but it's a damn good record. Um, yeah, I think Duke wins this game. I think they win by a touchdown or so. I'll take it. I agree. Patty? You guys are super high on Will Healy. But I'm sorry. No, we're taking Duke. I know. Uh, but what I'm yeah. saying is uh, a touchdown or so. Again, this was what? A 34 point game last year? The, the rosters are probably comparable. No, but not, I, not if Charlotte had 30 players out. Well, is that what happened? They had a ton of players. I don't know about 30. I know they, they, they were severely uh, affected by COVID. Okay. For yeah. this game specifically yeah. or all yeah. the, okay. uh, well, the whole season, but yes. All right. All right. Well, still six and a half versus 34. It's way too, too big of a uh, difference there. Yeah. Duke all day. Nick, you're not locking that one. No, you know what? I am. I watched, lock I watched Patty C is locking it. ACC right. Pat. There, there he go. is. <laughs> lock I watched, it up. I watched enough of Duke football last year to be thoroughly disgusted by it. <laughs> See, he's, so. he's got the same syndrome I have when I'm talking about UVA, you're he's a little like, too close to the flame. He's like Jim Moore in that press conference, but they went with the saints where he's like, I saw people puking in the stands watching our kicking game. Right? Uh, all right. South Dakota, the coyotes traveling to Lawrence, Kansas. You see those new Kansas uniforms. There's just mm. absolute fire. Lance Leopold. And look, this is this is must-watch TV for me because I'm gonna push on this win right here. We, uh, you know, one of our locks was Kansas over one. I think all three of us went that way. I think we swayed Patty C into that mix. Agreed. Um, yep. Kansas minus fourteen and a half. I'm laying the points in the Jayhawks against the Coyotes. I trust Lance Leopold. Thirty-four seventeen final score. It certainly, it certainly seems like it's baiting you to take South Dakota, throwing that 14 and a half out there. Like, Oh, you know what? Maybe Kansas wins by 14. But with that said, I'm going to go South Dakota to cover. I'm not, you know, I'm high on Leopold and Kansas as you are. I mean, high for them to win like two or three games, <laughs> but, but I think they start off a little slow out the gates. They get the W 
but not the cover. Patty C, you go with the Coyotes. This team didn't win any games last year. Granted, <laughs> that was against Big Twelve competition. So, uh, an outright win by itself would be a nice thing for Kansas. Let alone fourteen and a half. Give me that little hook there. Kansas or South Dakota played North Dakota State, who, or North Dakota, who spent most of the FCS season at number one. Yeah. They only lost by eleven last year. South Dakota, baby. I was going with the Coyotes. Okay, Big Ten. My, well, uh, What's that? Line? Fourteen and money a half. Line, money line. Pass. Oh, money no. line plus four fifty. <laughs> No, Pussy. South Dakota is not that good. Pussy. One and three last year, five and seven the year before. <laughs> You're just talking them up. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm talking Kansas <laughs> down is what I'm doing. All right. Big 10. God bless the big 10 for these awesome conference games. Week one, Michigan state who beat Northwestern. One of the, I think what might, might've been the only regular season loss for Northwestern a season ago. They come into what Evanston, Illinois to take on the wildcats revenge on the mind for Pat Fitzgerald. The Spartans are catching three, and guess what? I'm riding with the Spartans in the three points. Give me Michigan State to complete the sweep twice in what 14 months or something. They're gonna take down the Wildcats of Northwestern. Give me the three points. Give me a uh, midnight Mel Tucker. <laughs> Nick, I agree. I think in this shit game, you take the points. Uh, I mean, not that it's a shit game. I mean, it, these teams have been good quality programs for a long time, but usually they play low scoring tight games and beautiful yeah, I mean, football. Like, and you know, Northwesterns are running backs out for the year, I believe. Yep. Uh, they've had some injuries. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Ride the Spartans. Here's what I'll say guys. Flukes do happen. Okay. And last year, uh, Northwestern seven and two Michigan state, two and five, just the results of last year don't convince me that Michigan State is really in the same league as Northwestern, let alone this game not being in East Lansing, being in Evanston this year. Uh, I think Northwestern all day. Three points. Patty C, you're living in the past, brother. All right. This Buddy, is, this is current day. This is 2021. We're not talking about 2020. <laughs> if you're talking about the past, how about what, what did Northwestern do in 2019 when they were like, Three and nine. Yeah. Well, what do they do in 2018? You're the oh, one living oh, in the past. Oh. Hey, <laughs> I guess we shouldn't bet on Nick Saban this year because uh, that would be living in the past, huh? <laughs> did, Nick, did, did Nick Saban have a three and nine season in the last two years? Touche. Touche. <laughs> but come on, Michigan State has fallen off. They're touching everyone over there. Northwestern is on <laughs> top of their game. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not high on Michigan State. I just think, I don't know. I just think it's a 50 50 game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's take you to Fort Collins, where the Colorado State Rams. Yes. Uh, they're dogs to an FCS team. <laughs> the South Dakota State Jackrabbits are coming into Fort Collins as a three and a half point favorite, and that means my upset special completely ruined because I'm taking well. I'm taking Colorado State. I thought I thought coming into a Colorado State would be favored by a field goal. Uh, completely wrong here. Well, I guess your upset specialist preserved then. Well, in a way, yes. But I was just <laughs> saying that I was ready to, to be all over the FCS here, yeah. <laughs> and now I can't. But three and a half, I like that hook. Give me, and also got to remember Mark Gronowski, their quarterback, tore his ACL in the uh, FCS championship. Mm. He is out for the year now. They do have a couple other transfers and quarterback Jabori Gibbs, who's played. I'm riding Colorado State plus three and a half, Nick. 
Yeah, you know, if there's ever some bullet uh, board material, I would, you know, if I'm uh what's his name, the coach for Colorado State, Steve Adazio. Adazio, he's like, man, look, they don't. We're FBS. We're Mountain West, and 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 you know who's favored? At in Fort Collins, yeah, the road a slap in the team face. from FB. Yeah, so I'm all over the points here. You know, there. Look, there is as good. We love F- FCS football. Very quality programs, including South uh, South Dakota State, obviously. But there is a separation of talent usually. And they tell me I'm getting a home dog on a FBS. I mean, this isn't UNLV or New Mexico State or yeah. UTEP. Colorado State's solid. So yeah. yeah. Give me the points. I have to agree with you guys. Go on uh, with I, it. I'm tempted to go with the South Dakota State just because they had such a great year, and I th- feel like they probably should have been the national. Should champions. we be worried about putting money on Adazio because <laughs> coaching? Uh, we all uh, coaching did a horrible job. The play. <laughs> uh, I still think that hook. Is, uh, even if South Dakota State wins, I think it'll be by three. Well, I th- I do think there's probably gonna yeah exactly. Um, I think. Uh, you know, physicality is something that's going to favor Colorado state. And that's a Dazio's game, you know, as because they have the higher talent level, presumably. So if they're able to do that, the score should be at least be close. Like you said. And uh, I think Colorado state just gets the win outright. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, folks. I want to tell you that we're done with our Friday games. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Pixwise. Pixwise is the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays helmed by a team of trend watching data, devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport all for free. Visit pickswise.com to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone, you know, wants help call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, and also I want to tell you that we're brought to you by prize picks. Yes. Turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy. And it all starts with prize picks. Simply pick two of five players to, and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. Use the promo code SGP to receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prize picks dot or prize picks promo code SGP. All right, let's, let's get into Saturday. Let's get into Saturday fun here. Um, Western Michigan. This is a lock of mine guys, Western Michigan coming into the Ann Arbor, Michigan favorite. I got it at 17. I already bet it. It's 17 and a half. Now I am going to look, I know I took the under on Michigan, but they fuck up these Mac teams year after year. Give me Michigan minus 17 or 17 and a half. Nick. Yeah, it's almost a little disrespectful because usually if Michigan or Michigan state is playing one of the, the uh, directionals, it's at least a 20 point spread. So th- the fact that it's at 17, I think the Michigan players might take that a bit personal and uh, you talking, you know, physicality. Uh, I mean, Western Michigan, they have a, a nice offense. They don't have much of a defense and the line play the in the trenches here is really going to favor the Wolverines. I think Michigan wins like, I don't know, like 42, 21 or something. Yeah. I think they roll here. Patty C. Well, I would say my, at first blush, my instinct was to take Western Michigan, 17 and a half Michigan, not very good last year, but 
It occurs to me that Cade McNamara came in as the backup last year during COVID, so probably got zero reps and was asked to carry the load for the team for the whole year. That might have t- turned the thrown the whole team into chaos. Clearly, it did. We expect more from Harbaugh. If there's any kind of return to normalcy this year, then this should be an easy cover for Michigan. Hundred hundred percent. I'm locking this one. This is a Dundee lock. I am not locking it, but so I'm, far my locks: East Carolina, Michigan. Maybe I'll add another one in by the end of this. All right, you better got 130 of these things. I know, but I'm saying, uh, but from previous. Um, all right, Big Ten action, game of the week. I think on Saturday, the Nittany Lions of Penn State traveled down to or across to Madison, Wisconsin. If you don't go to the University of Wisconsin, you're gonna end up eating government cheese and living in a van down by the river. <laughs> The Nittany Lions are catching five and a half points. And I'm going to ride Penn State and the money line. I think Penn State's the better team. I think last year, James Franklin, uh, really, you know, kind of a crazy season, opt outs right before the season started, still won the yardage battle in most of your games, even though you had a bad record. Give me Penn State to fix these, to, to right these wrongs and win in Madison week one. I like the five and a half. I'm going to take that, but I also think it's your good, your good spot for a money line play here. Give me the Nittany Lions. They're the more talented team. And see Nick, what do you got for us? I agree again. I mean, hopefully this isn't sounding like an echo chamber here, but I think five and a half is too much. Uh, a lot of publications are high on the Badgers this year. Consider me a skeptic. I mean, look, I mean, they're going to have a, a solid season. They always do. They might be eight and four. They might be nine and three or something. Uh, but I'm not buying into this Wisconsin, like, you know, dominant top 10 team. I think Penn State, talent for talent, is right there with them. And we know Franklin's a good coach. So, yeah, Wisconsin is a favorite because it's in Camp Randall, but five and a half is too much. This is a close game here. Wisconsin might get the win, but if so, it's by like three or four points. So uh, yeah, I'll take the dog and the points. Um, yeah, I am definitely inclined, inclined to agree with you guys again. I mean, Penn State winners are the last four and had some pretty decent showings, and even their losses. Obviously, the overtime one point loss to Indiana only lost to Ohio State, who was in the national championship by thirteen last year, um, and a seven point loss against uh, Nebraska, which is actually not that impressive in hindsight. <laughs> but uh, Wisconsin. Look, I don't know what happened. Maybe they just have been struggling to replay. Who is it? Monty Ball. Who is the running back a couple of years back? No, they have Jalen Berger now, a five star. Jonathan recruit. Taylor. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. That's what it was. Um, Monty Ball gosh, was, was like, like in, twenty years yeah. ago. They're all run together to me. <laughs> hey, I, you might as well say Brent Moss. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was right after Ron Dane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm a little off here. Um, look. Yeah, I think uh, Wisconsin needs to prove that they're back. That they, they just look like shit for most of last year. So Penn State figuring uh, that these two teams are the two teams. We know them to be five and a half seems a little too much, even on the road. God damn it. We're agreeing too much. You filthy, <laughs> filthy people. Um, all right, let's hop over to Jerry's world. Another 9am kick the Stanford Cardinal Patty sees Stanford Cardinal. Yeah, buddy. Come into Arlington, Texas to take on the Kansas state wildcats. This this line's been all over the place, but currently Kansas State minus three. Oof, I'm gonna go Wildcats, but I don't. I'm not gonna go much higher. If it was four, I might take Stanford. Give me K State minus three. Their fans travel. Me and Nick went to a uh, Texas uh, K State game in Austin, and I felt like there was more K State fans there than Texas fans. Um, give me K State minus three. 
Nick. I'm with you again. I mean, uh, this is one of the toughest games here, you know, but I think Kansas state brings back more. If you look, Stanford lost their quarterback top couple, uh, you know, their, their best couple receivers from last year. Uh, they're in the pros now. So yeah, I mean, it's a tough game. It, it's, it's a toss up here, Stanford, Kansas state here, but yeah, I'm on uh, Kansas state. I'm with you. Wildcats. Patty C you're going to rep your boy. Well, uh, <laughs> I might have to go uh, go counter to you guys here because Stanford winners of the last four, Kansas State losers of the last five. Uh, Stanford, all of those wins on the road. I think they're trending in the right direction, and uh, Kansas State maybe slipping a little bit under I think, climbing. I think they weren't slipping. I think they had COVID. Yeah, and they had a two point loss hurt. against yeah. Oklahoma State, a yeah. one point loss against Baylor. So and Stanford, I think the only team in the nation that didn't have a COVID. Uh, so. Interesting. COVID uh, injury or whatever. Well, I like both teams. That's the problem. So that's kind of uh, like you guys said. I think this is spot on. <sighs> I think no, it might have been BC and and, and Stanford. I'll like. Yeah. I'll take Stanford just to say fuck you to both. There you, you go. And Nick. <laughs> gotcha, Cardinal. Like All right. Well, uh, next up, this game was supposed to be in New Orleans, but because the yearly hurricane is coming through and fucking up New Orleans, this game moves to Norman, Oklahoma. The Sooners, this line was at this line. Did you see this line before? It was like at 24. I was going to lock up Oklahoma minus 24 in new Orleans. Yeah. But now it's in Norman and now it's Oklahoma minus 31. And I think they might call off the dogs. I now I don't, now I don't like it that much. I mean, I still, uh, you know what? Give me, I don't know. This is tough because like I could totally see Oklahoma pulling a uh, UCLA here and taking out the the top. Uh, you know what? Give me two lane plus the 31. Nick, what do you think? I'm on a ride Oklahoma again. Yeah. I mean, look, if they were playing in new Orleans in the dome with that offense, that Oklahoma, it's not, it's Oklahoma not, it's not a dome anymore, buddy. It's it's outdoors. They play outdoors. They don't play in the super. Oh, I, I thought they were playing that super dome. No. Okay. No. Uh, they used to. Okay. Yeah. Well then that does. And the, the, then the move to Norman does favor Oklahoma a little bit, but you know, I'm high on the Sooners this year. Uh, I respect the two lane program. But uh, I'm all over. I, I, this could be like you know, fifty-five, ten material. Aren't you afraid that like they're gonna call off the dogs and also the sympathy factor of the yeah. hurricane? Our family are dying yeah. in hurricanes right now. It's an interesting angle. I mean, I'm not, I'm not betting this game personally, uh, but that is an interesting angle. I see what you're coming at, but no, I'm gonna stick to my original, my gut, and go Sooners. Lincoln Riley does have a little bit of class, I think. So maybe maybe that is potent possible that he just doesn't route them. What side are you on? I'm going OU. I think that the two day notice to like, hey, you're not having a home game, you're having a road game. We saw what that did to uh, BYU last year. Granite Coastal was pretty good, but uh, OU wants uh, OU at home. A you know is yeah. awesome, and then B they want to put on a show. Oh, no, I think they'll be up by forty at one point. I'm just back I'm going to go cover. with the backdoor cover here and give me Tulane. <laughs> Plus the thirty-one. You might be right, and I think I think actually Tulane's probably a good enough team to cover thirty-one, but I think Rattler wants to put on a show. What kind I of mean, numbers? I, and you meant you mentioned UCLA though, so UCLA still covered. You know, I, I think know, what the, you had. I think Hawaii's offense may be comparable to Tulane's, and they're just not going to be able to do anything with a much improved Oklahoma defense, even if it's the backups. I think Tulane's a much more physical team than Hawaii is. True, but. I don't know if that's going to make a difference in this game. Let me ask you guys this. Will Oklahoma fans with two days notice make a better showing than UCLA's fans with an oh, entire off season's yeah. notice? <laughs> you know it. 
I bet but, they've already I mean, sold out. What, el- what else is there to do in Norman? That's true. <laughs> and I'll be honest, it was hot as shit on Saturday. You could have gave me free tickets. I don't think you I would have been a like, part of that. You sound like you a, you've a been in LA soft too long. LA, yeah, soft LA fan. I can't no, I sound like a guy game. who had no air conditioning in his car for a couple of weeks, which was true. <laughs> All right. Now, I, by the time I sh- was showing up to the studio, it looked like I fucking just defused a bomb. <laughs> it, it's too hot in LA. Come down to the south and feel some humidity. Okay? Yeah, dude. It's like 77 <laughs> degrees. Cold. It's burning up here. Uh, all right. Let's go to Atlanta. Go down south. All right. Army, the Black Knights. Patty sees Jeff Monk and Coach Black Knights. Traveling into the old Atlanta Braves Stadium to take on the Georgia State Panthers. What Georgia, a game! Georgia State minus two. This was, I think, one of the hardest ones to pick. I went Georgia State because they get a month to prep for the triple option, but I don't feel great about this. Give me the Panthers minus two. Patty C. This one is tough for all the hype we put on Georgia State, and you know, playing Louisiana within three last year, playing App State within four last year. Did get shellacked by 51 to Coastal Carolina. That said, Army has just been consistent. And while you do have a lot of time to prep for that triple option, I trust Jeff Munkin. And now he's auditioning for that Nebraska job. A lot of chatter on the Nebraska <laughs> message boards for Jeff Munkin. He's going to show up and make it happen. Give me Army. Nick? I'm with Colby here. I mean, not only does Georgia State have a month to, pr- to prepare, but they play Georgia Southern every year. So they're a little bit familiar with the triple option. And they play him well. And- yeah, and I, I've been telling you, uh, my boy Cornelius Brown the fourth, that quarterback here, he's a baller. So tough game. I don't love the play, but I'm gonna lean Georgia State. Uh, I don't have a good feel for this one at all. Yeah. All right. Patty sees Warhawks of ULM travel to Lexington, where I don't know if you guys saw this. Didn't like half the team just get arrested for uh, I think like ten, like eight players or six players or something for Kentucky just got arrested. I don't remember what the hell happened. I think they broke into a house, something like that. Kentucky still laying 31. And I don't know that there's any uh, reports on, on if those guys are missing time. Stoop's going to stoop. That's hey. uh, that's what they do. Break into a house. We put you into the starting lineup. All right. Uh, minus 31, <laughs> the Kentucky will Levis Penn state transferring at quarterback. They might be able to throw the forward pass six Kentucky football players charged with Berkeley. Yeah. So it's, it's nice. Only half the team have no, a only whole half party. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like. If you have a bunch of church-going choir boys, your your, your football team is probably not going to be very good. Okay? <laughs> sure, I feel like Miami. Well, no, did all right. and and we don't know the backstory. It might have been like, hey, uh, hey, you know, we were at the this girl's going to throw a party. Let's break in there, and and they got the wrong house. They got the wrong house. Ah. Maybe so she- that so that they were going to break into the party. <laughs> That happens. That's acceptable. No, no I, have you never? I've broken into houses where like I knew the person, but they weren't home. You did that to my house. Yes. Before. Oh, and, and I stepped on a homeless person's face. <laughs> yeah. How, how a homeless person, like Patty C had a homeless person sleeping on his couch while he was on the East coast. This, this is the part I did have homeless people that would come <laughs> into my house. Right. When I was unemployed, I made some friends with homeless people in San Diego. I got drunk with them. It was fun. Nick, I'm with the girl, right? <laughs> but we here's drive my down. Question. What's that? How did, if the door was locked and you couldn't get in the front door, then I hadn't allowed that homeless person into the house. I didn't just allow homeless people to stay there when I wasn't there. That that means one of these fuckers crawled through my window first and then slept on my couch without me knowing. Well, uh, what, if, what if he locked the door? Yeah, that's true. Maybe he just wanted a good night's sleep. <laughs> You're a real thinker over there. Uh, Nick, I, I bring a girl down to a, the, the Padres game. We're going to get a hotel and I'm like, you know, I got low, low funds. This is when I'm like 22 years old and I've still got low funds. All right. Uh, and, and I go down there and, and Patty sees like, I'm out of town. You can use my apartment or you stay at my apartment. And I was like, perfect. Right. 
Then I, I, I go and he's like, just use the window. It's always unlocked. I go and I, I step all the way in to this, this window It's pretty high window. It wasn't like a, 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 so like I had to commit all my weight into this. I step down on what I think is the couch. It's a homeless person's face. <laughs> so it moves like halfway through my weight being applied. And then I get like unbelievably terrified. Cause I was like, Whoa, like what? I was not expecting this couch to move like that. And uh, yeah, this guy's a, just, just another night in Pacific beach, California. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the fact that your girl was willing to follow you through the window to get into a no, place. No, no. I, I opened the door for her. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We're I didn't all make clever her <laughs> That would have been great Gilman. if I said, no, keep Gilman. sleeping, dude, keep sleeping, dude. And I brought her into the window and she steps on his face. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, guys, ULM catching 31 in Lexington. No one gives a shit about our homeless people stories. All right. I'm going to be homeless in a few years. Probably be right if, at if, home here if, in LA. If Kentucky doesn't cover this game. I'm taking the wildcats minus 31. Patty C. Yeah, they're a lot better than ULM right now. Uh, I haven't given Kentucky enough respect, and I don't think anyone nationally or most people aren't. You know, they're a pretty darn good team. I tried to last year, and then I took them on the over as one of my locks, and they hit it at the under because they threw for like 94 yards a game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Will Levis is eating whole bananas, though, rotten whole bananas. So he has his game face on, no doubt. The only thing I have to wonder <laughs> about is very, very suspect. That is kind of suspect. Rhett <laughs> uh, Rodriguez and Rich Rodriguez. You know, is is Bowden back? Is there going to be a little? Is Terry no. Bowden going to be firing up? Is it is it Terry or Tommy? It's Terry, Terry, right? Terry, yeah. Is he going to have those Warhawks fired up? No, he's not back. No, he's back, but they're not going to be fired up because they're going to get their morning. ass kicked. Buddy, Rich Rod, Rhett Rod, and the Bowden <laughs> factor. No, yeah, they got they got a Rod Bernstein for all I care, and I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't take them. All right, touche. Uh, I'm with Kentucky as well, <laughs> Nick. Yeah, Kentucky. I mean, it, let's look. This remember how bad ULM was last year. They may make some some steps towards improvement this year, but it's not going to come week one against an SEC opponent. Give me the Wildcats. All right, I'm very curious for this one. Finally, because we've been going chalk, the Rice Owls travel to Fayetteville, Arkansas. They're catching 19. It's a lot of points. 19 points. The Rice Owls. I'm taking the owls to cover this. Who, 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 uh, I, I got a final score of something like 38, 21, get that two point cover. Uh, what's your guys take on this game? This is a hard game to, to, to handicap in my opinion. No oh, rice played some good football last year. They beat Marshall. Uh, that was undefeated at the time. Uh, they got uh, Christian McCaffrey, not Christian McCaffrey, uh, they got McCaffrey coming in. Was it Dylan? Uh, Dylan. There's too many fucking Luke McCaffrey's coming in. Yeah, Luke Dylan's McCaffrey. at Northern Colorado. That's right. Nick, where are you going? I am on a fade rice here. I, you know, I know we are all down on Arkansas at least according to their win total because their schedule is absolutely brutal. But we forget that we like what Pittman is doing there, and they were actually a, a decent team. You know, or year, last year, you know, during the whole COVID mess. So I think, you know, against an inferior opponent, they're going to flex their muscle a little bit and they're going to win by at least three touchdowns. You know what? I'm riding with Nick on this one. Mm. I, I like it. With I Nick like on it. This Finally, one. we disagree. I'm curious about this next game. Fresno state who just could have, they could have dropped a hundred. I think if they wanted to uh, catching 20 and a half in Eugene, 
Mario Cristobal. I just watched a replay of that Auburn game where somehow he found a way to, to coach him way his way to a loss because he's a terrible in-game coach. 20 and a half points. Patty C you taking the ducks. No, I'm taking the Bulldogs and it's Lock City, motherfuckers. Oh. Do, we have an up, do we have an update on, on Hayner? I, I think it was just, uh, uh, what's He's it called? Fine. I think it was cramps. Okay. And then they, okay. they were up by so much. They're like, hey, you s- just enjoy the Gatorade. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, right, right. Ducks minus 20. Where are you going? Everyone Nick? was cramping in that game. I'm going Fresno to cover. I definitely don't love it. I'm not locking it. You know, I, we shouldn't get too excited because they whooped up on UMass. Um, you come, sorry, you come, uh, you kind, whatever. What's Same the difference? difference yeah. <laughs> uh, I will say that their defense was better than expected. We knew their offense could put up points. Uh, maybe that's just how bad the Yukon offense is. So that it, it remains to be seen whether the Fresno state defense is any good whatsoever. I don't really trust Anthony Brown, the quarterback who was just named starter at um, Oregon. So yeah, I want to go Fresno with the points. I think it's a little bit closer than expected. I mean, did or let me let me take a look at last year at Oregon's. I, I'm on Fresno too. As much as I want to take Oregon, I, I thought maybe they're baiting us with that twenty and a half. Oregon's wins last year twenty one. Uh, anything. Go Sorry, ahead, Patty. I was going to say that would bait people to take Oregon. That's what I'm saying. It's less I, I was going to take Oregon, and then I thought, okay, I got yeah. You. Uh, what were you going to say, Pat? Oregon's wins last year twenty one points against Stanford, but other than that, twelve. At uh, Washington State, three against UCLA in a lucky game, and seven against USC. Granted, those are pretty decent teams, but took an L against Oregon State, L against Cal, and got whooped by Iowa State. This is not like an elite team. People hear the name Oregon, they're like, "Oh, this is an automatic." We just watched. Uh, aside from you know UConn sucking last week, we saw that um, what's uh, Fresno Fresno's has gonna, athletes. Yeah, you know, I think they're going to keep up twenty and a half. This is Lock City. There we go. Patty C lock special in Atlanta. One of these dumbass dome games, the crimson tide take on the Miami hurricane minus 18 lock this one up for me. Give me Alabama minus 18. Lock that, it up. I'm yeah, with you. That is a lock. Yeah. I don't believe in Miami and I hate how college football tries to force me to believe in Miami every year when they put the, Hey, let's put them at number 12 in the preseason. Why? Why? Last time we saw them, they lost to Oklahoma State. The game before that, North Carolina put 62 up on them in Miami Gardens. Yeah. Their quarterback is nine months removed from a fucking torn ACL. Like, Manny Diaz hasn't proved me jack shit. All right. <laughs> That's true, too. Speaking of that UNC game, I think UNC ran for like five, over 500 rushing yards. You know, just wait to see what Alabama does. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, I mean, uh, I probably should not get this. close. Yeah, I got like forty-two to ten. Join us, Patty. Join I'm us. Lock it. Is yeah. this triple lock? Can triple we get the lock. Music here? lock. Here we go. Where? Where? Hold on. Where? I gotta. I gotta load it up. I wasn't prepared for this triple lock. lock. You Come sneaky. on, Dundee. There it is. <laughs> I get those vibes. There we go. <laughs> That's just happy music right there. That's happy with money music. That's right. That's right. Um, that music is money in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, money in your pockets. This is one that I like, and I almost locked this one up. Uh, depending on what you can get this thing at, Marshall travels to Annapolis, Maryland. Three and a half is what I bet this thing at. It's at two and a half now. Marshall is favored by two and a half. Na- I like Navy to win this game outright. Marshall loses uh, their head coach and their defensive coordinator. They're gone. They had a, the top defense in the country last year. Now he's at Purdue. 
I, I think Navy Neamont Lolo's got a chip on his shoulder. Give me the midshipman in Annapolis. This place is going to be lit. Uh, Nick, what do you got on that one? I wholeheartedly agree. I'm on the fade Marshall train. I forget who the coach is. I forget his name, but he is Charles Huff. Coach. I think it sounds yeah, about right. Charles Huff. I believe I think so, from yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Very unproven. I have no idea what to expect. All I know is that the football gods have to be against Marshall after they got rid of holiday. Uh, you know, and I, I read something into like the, the governor of the state might've been involved, you know, forcing the university's hand. It just sounds ugly. Who is sounds- Marshall, Texas, this right. Marshall, Texas <laughs> junior. I, I, I guess they're the Texas of West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I'm with you, man. Navy, Navy wins it straight up. There you go. Uh, Marshall's been decent, but a, a coaching change. Yeah. A guy who's never been even a coordinator is taken over as the head coach. And then you got Navy thirsty for some revenge coming off a, a, a COVID year, a team that would definitely be affected by it. Yeah. You're not breaking national protocol here. You're not Ohio state here. You're going to, you're going to follow the rules at Navy. And uh, yeah, they're a much better team than that. And, and at home getting two and a half midshipmen all the way. There you go. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Yes, the soccer of uh, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over two thousand soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera Division, uh, and a bunch of other soccer. All right, plus more. All right, it's the mo- it's the best of the most beautiful game, Patty. See, with beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. All right. This is I'm taking you to Lock City. Maryland goes into college. I mean, sorry, West Virginia goes into College Park, Maryland. Laying two and a half. Do I smell a triple lock? <laughs> Probably should. Nick? Hit it. Hit it. Patty? Let's roll. Yes! <laughs> There's no way Mike Loxley has beaten Neil Brown, right? <laughs> Neil right. Brown could be coaching that fake high school team, and I'd still take him to beat Mike Loxley. Well, uh, West Virginia was only like seven and six last year, but they had one of the top defenses in the country. Maryland had some good games with Tua. He's a little Jekyll and Hyde, but I think uh, Brown is slowly but surely improving West Virginia. And two and a half. Yes. College Park is not exactly, you know, a house of horrors over there. Yes. I will say Colby. I think Colby's a little too high on WVU this year. I don't, I don't expect them to be much improved over their record last year, maybe by a win, but not much more than that. There's the big 12 hater, big 12 (laughs) hater, but they are going to beat Maryland because Maryland is dog shit. Mountaineers, Indiana travels to Iowa and one of the most slept on games of the weekend. Uh, Iowa minus three and a half. I had a hard time handicapping this one because that hook. I think Iowa wins when they win. A lot of times it's close. Yeah. Occasionally they'll blow out somebody in Iowa City, like a top ten team. Indiana is ranked. I'm on Iowa minus three and a half. I don't love it. I think I was going to win, but I could totally see them winning by a field goal or by one or by two. Nick. I'm with you again. I think I was a slightly better team. I think it's in a, a tough road environment. So I think they win something like 24, 20 or something. So as long as it's, 
you know, if, if I'm laying three, I think they, the worst case is probably like a push. So yeah, I'm on Iowa. There we go. Okay. Patty C. Yeah. Uh, again, maybe Indiana is still getting disrespected by me, but I think I was three and a half points, better. I think I, the other thing be- too, I mean, sorry to cut you off Patty. Kind of like with Derek King. I mean, how healthy is Michael Penix? Cause he also had an injury, a, a serious injury in December. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Iowa has a big year. They do. They do. Okay. Tune into part two for the rest of our picks on week one.